and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 142 of There's No Place Like Terror, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, as I get a cough out last second. <laughs> uh, and today we're watching season seven, episode 10, Birthright, a.k.a. Jaffa Women in the Mood. <laughs> My a.k.a. is... Oh, Themyscira. I love it. Stargate Themyscira yeah, edition. I, I just straight up stole the Futurama episode title of oh, Amazon yeah. Women in the Mood. Oh, yeah. And just swapped oh, no, out a little. Oh, there's many Snoo Snoo references. So many, so much so Snoo Snoo. So much Snoo Snoo. Um, who I, I should have known. The AKA is just Snoo Snoo. Snoo Snoo, yeah. <laughs> I, I should have known that um, that Jack is Zap Granigan. Oh, yeah. In fact, that reminds me that we should, because Jack is very Zap Brannigan, we should make Mr. Phil watch a little more Stargate. <gasps> yes. For inspiration on his uh, his current, what is, is he so, a ranger? No. No. He's, he's a fight. Well, he, no, he's a paladin? He's no, a paladin. He's a, he paladin. Is a paladin. So yeah. backgrounds in our D&D game, in which I have my Ronan Dex character, um, not the Sam character. We have two characters in one game. Long story. Yeah. Um, but Mr. Phil, who's been on the podcast before, yes, um, his character is basically Zap Brannigan. Yeah, pretty much so. He is Zap Brannigan, like to the point where we're not sure he's wearing pants. Yeah, we're pretty sure he's not wearing pants. Yeah, uh, and, it might just be a long tunic in the same way. And, and I, keep I, looking for a kip. I had a fun conversation because my character is a a very statuesque, beautiful warlock yes. woman uh, who he constantly Lila's at. Yes, and so I was actually telling boyfriend Jesse last night. Oh, excuse me, domestic partner Jesse, <laughs> DP Jesse. <laughs> I keep telling him. I was like, I love our friends, but dear God, I don't want to have to role play <laughs> Zara and Gawain with Phil. <laughs> I will, I will let oh, no. I'm friend Amanda sure. do that part. <laughs> well, it's I'm pretty sure that 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 Sarah just turned him down. Sarah's just forever gonna turn everyone down. Exactly. There's a backstory. There's a reason for it. Yeah. And so we'll find out soon enough. Oh, it's very dun, mysterious. Dun, dun. And meanwhile, like. I'm playing a guy in that one, so thankfully, no direction towards Ronan at yeah. all. <laughs> Barely knows that Ronan exists. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, this episode of Stargate first aired on August 15th, 2003, written by none other than Mr. Christopher Judge. Yay! Uh, That's why he gets a sex scene. Every time he writes an episode, he's like, I'm gonna get something good. Which girl do I want to make out with? That one. Although, to be fair, he doesn't even get to do that on camera. Well, he makes a make out with him on That's camera. Fair. Yeah, there's it's a lot of making nice. out on camera. Uh, yeah, lots of really good kiss scenes. Yeah, yeah. there's like some suck face. I, I did there. I did watch a little bit of the. I didn't get to watch the entire one, but I watched a little bit of behind the scenes. And mm. a couple. Apparently, Chris went later on and goes, "Can you just?" cut a little bit at the end of that. Yeah. That, one, that one went a little too far. It was like, yeah, it's like they're not so much kissing as far as just suck each other's they're face. They're just trying to engulf each other's head. Yeah. They're literally playing tonsil hockey. Like that almost could be painful. It's lit actual yeah, tonsil like, hockey. Ow, yeah, it's too far, too far. The, the tongue is attached to the mouth. So 
we'll get to those. It's directed by Peter Lester. Um, the big guest star is Jolene Balak as Ishtar. Jolene, what a great name. Who I think most people know her as DePaul on Enterprise, which is her first sort of, which is her big, big stand-up Ooh, role. She so plays she's Vulcan. a sci-fi person? Yeah. She plays, awesome. she plays a Vulcan who, it's another of those characters where the first time I watched the show, I was like, eh, not my favorite character. And the second time I'm like, oh, there's a lot more to that character Well, I'm glad she I... wasn't typecast and wasn't a Klingon or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's very glad she gets to do something different. Um, so she started off as a model. She's had some TV roles <sighs> and also was in Jason and the Argonauts. Do you remember that film? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jason and the Argonauts. <gasps> I could watch that right now. It's so good. Yeah. So, and Christine Adams, who plays Mala, yes. um, was in an Eccleston-era Doctor Who episode. But it's she not looks one familiar, I but remember. I which one is it? I don't remember because I read it and it's... I don't go back and watch the Eccleston ones a ton. Okay. Um, and it was not one that stuck out in my head. Dang, I wish I knew which one it was. Because um, she does have a familiar face. Much more, more importantly, she was an episode of the Studio 60 of the Sunset Strip. That I do remember. <laughs> and she was Anne Weaver on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And oh. is, she's currently Lynn Pierce in Black Lightning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's, she's, she's doing all right. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times I've watched Studio 60. <laughs> I love it's Studio a good 60. Show. I mean, it's Aaron Sorkin. It's Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. And shocker, guys, uh, I kind of worship at the altar of Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, I gotta tell you that the first time I watched it was because I knew Lauren Graham was going to be on. Mm, yeah. And I was like, I watch this. I love her all the time forever. And I also was like, oh, look, it's a Cordry brother. Did you know that <laughs> Keith Morrison of Dateline is Matthew Perry's stepdad? I did not. Since he was like 10 years old. Wow. Yeah. And I do love Matthew Perry. It's a very, yeah, well, and Keith Morrison. But yeah, Matthew Perry is the reason this came up. Also, anything. My brain went Studio 60, Lauren Graham, then Matthew Perry. <laughs> also, about, anything Brad is in, I will watch. Yes. Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford, yes. Anything he sure. is in, I will watch. <laughs> I love that he's man. He's good times. He's a fun, yeah. I have a crush on him in the same way I have a crush on Tom Hanks. Oh, fair. Like, he's, I'm like, just hang out with us and have so a drink. fascinating. Yeah. I want to sit down and pick your brain. Yeah. I um, dig it. Also, one of the supposedly another one of those like way too nice, like nicest men in Hollywood. Comp- You're like, why? Yeah, why are you this nice? I know. Yeah, why are you such good people? So I'm just gonna get the history thing out of the way before Let's we do start it. because it is blatant. The yeah. Amazons. The snoo snoo. Um, in mythology, they're the daughters of Ares and Harmonia, mm. um, and apparently they're credited for even inventing the cavalry. Wow, like on horses coming on in. Yes. Um, and naturally... I just had a memory of that scene in Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman where yep. the girl uh-huh. straddles the uh-huh. horse uh-huh. and leans uh-huh. around uh-huh. and just fucking takes fucking shit out. Shit is the best. Oh, God. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a moment. Yeah. You guys know how much we love this film. Um, actually, some historians back in the day, naturally, who are part of the uh, patriarchy, are like, they must have been beardless men with the hair tied up just mistaken for women. Bruh. Toxic masculinity <laughs> rides again. <laughs> yeah. So there's their home in mythology is Themyscira. Yeah. Uh, also part of myth. No one really knows where it was. Some say it's at the base of the Caucasus Mountains that run between the Black Sea and Caspian Sea. Okay. Some say it's in Turkey. Some say it's in Libya. Huh. Um, other stories has them not necessarily in one city, but spread out among right. tribes. Um, but they're always outside the civilized world. Okay. Like outside of sort of Greek territory. Got it. 
Um, also, according to legend, no men were allowed inside their territory except for once a year. Some of the women would head off for <laughs> snoo stew in the local village. Uh, they would keep the girls and drop the boys off at the village doorstep. Here you go. We don't want this one. <laughs> we don't want that one. There's a penis. Yeah. We're good. We don't need that. Um, they also claim this is sort of the big mythology that they would remove the right breast at an early age to help yeah. with javelin and bow and arrow and things like that. Um, two of the well-known queens are one I'm not going to pronounce. Penicillia. Penthesilea. Sure. And Hippolyta. Penthesilea. I'm going to stick with Hippolyta because that one I know. Um, oh, Penthesilea. <gasps> I'm going to keep trying. Okay, you keep trying. I'm done. Okay, now I'm done. If I'm someone done. knows, please tell us. Yeah. And Antiope is also a name. Yes. Like, I love Antiope. We know yeah. my love of her. Antiope is a name that I pronounce as Antiope for too long. I, for, I, do you know how much it took me to remember to not say Antiope when I pronounced it right then? It's like Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, especially when she's played by Robin Wright. Super lover. Holy yes. Yes. Um, anyways, uh, Hippolyta had this magical girdle that mm. was one of Hercules' tasks was oh, to get this girdle yeah. from her. Uh, and he did end up getting it, but there's various stories as to how. I mean, how shitty that even back then women had to work girdle. I know. <laughs> like, I think they worked yeah. differently then. <laughs> they did. But still, like, fuck, a girdle? Damn it. I'm Girls too- fighting spanks. Listen, I am ahead. I'm going to pretend that it was one of those, like, the guys wear them too, like, the strength it's protect like your an back. Bust. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where I'm, I'm going to go that it was. I agree. Yeah. Um, Theseus was carried off by Antiope, and there's various stories as to like which sister because Antiope and Hippolyta are sisters right there's various stories about which sister dies and which story marries Theseus yeah <laughs> it's like he plays fuck marry kill uh-huh. except just marry kill yeah basically <laughs> and fuck them both <laughs> there's another story that I loved with Queen um, Marina and she invaded a city in Atlantis which mm. again is part of mythology this right. entire thing is mythology I'll tell you well I'll wait till you okay done. she was extremely rude Ruthless in taking this town. She killed all the men. She took all the Damn. children and women as slaves and just like flat out warlord style. Okay. Oh, sure. And so all the other cities are like, we give up, we surrender. Please don't. Please kill don't. Us. Please don't. And yeah. she ended up being like, that's what I wanted. That's yeah. great. So the all people you had I to captured do was answer here. to what I wanted. And they lived out peacefully um, just with <sighs> me ruling. And she yeah. ended up being the super cool ruler because she just laid the line down. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. She created boundaries real quick. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I will tell you that growing up, I understood the difference between real and make believe. Yes. But something in me just could not believe that these were not real. Yo, yeah. Something about the Amazons. Like, I believe that they lived along the Amazon River. <laughs> they were real women who yeah. did this. And I wanted to go see. I don't. And maybe that's just because we were women and we grew up little yeah. girls. And, and, and there's very few stories about women in power in these positions. Yeah. I was just like, no, this is real. And, and the thing is, is that this mythology is based off you know real life right. even and i forget the name of the um female warriors in black panther right you know, they're partly based on the amazon they're partly based on there's a number of different um i don't want to say uh tribes but um groups and and offshoots in, yeah. in africa that were women warriors right. specifically now whether they were set aside and they had their own village or whether that was the arm of the that village we should start our own tribe we should 
I, I like it. Okay. Okay. But, you know. We'll just ask that you cut off a ponytail. Okay. Can yeah. I pick the ponytail? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can, um, it can be whatever ponytail you want. That works. <laughs> um, but, you know, there is a reason, as you said, there is a reason why Amazons, why something, when you convert it into superheroes, why Wonder Woman and everything has been so powerful yeah. to specifically women for so long. I mean, the media in, in the media called the suffragettes Amazons. Right. Right. You know, there's something undeniable about women who bring give get back their own power, get yeah. back their own power. Yeah. Um, and there's you, you can't help it. You you have to. Well, for me, I can't help it. You have to give them something, some sort oh. of. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's just amazing. It, and I'm at a loss for words. And it's it's what I love about sort of the and I and I use this Amazon mythos and it to me it's far beyond just sort of the Greek standard Amazon yeah. mythology. Um, it is this whole sort of mythology that exists around this warrior woman who in warrior is not necessarily a term meaning their strength, physical strength. Right. It's this warrior woman in terms of like just standing fucking both feet on the ground. Just courage. And yeah. and walking across no man's land, whether yep. that's figurative or literal. Oh, I could cry just thinking I know, about that. <laughs> but the mythology changes consistently yes. to be what women in that moment need it to be. Yeah, to survive and be warriors. Yeah. Exactly. What is it that we need right now to continue to to fight on? So everyone, raise a glass, smash the patriarchy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, feminism rides again. <laughs> Anyways, so now yeah. that that's, I'll step off my history slash Ooh, yeah. uh, uh, um, soapbox. Soapbox is the word I was like, if I failed even saying yeah. that. <laughs> history podium slash soapbox. Yes, there. yes, it's nice and clean now. Um, as I'm wearing a a you know t-shirt today of Leia dressed as Han. Yes, you know it's the same sort of <laughs> concept. I love it. Um, I'm okay. gonna go home and put my Leia shirt on just because of this. Yeah, we'll both wear Leia shirts today. And our battle glitter. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta love battle glitter. So, um, and sidebar, just battle glitter. And part of the reason I love battle glitter is because our Leia in real life, Carrie Fisher, would just fucking glitter anyone. Yes. As battle glitter. Battle glitter, yeah. And that's literally how I started wearing <laughs> battle glitter. The end. Okay. Yeah, okay. Episode. Stargate podcast. We start with Alon Jaffa, who's not looking confident about his surroundings no, at all. as he shouldn't be. Because yeah. he's quickly surrounded by SG-1. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's Rykel of the uh, Gould Mol- Moloch, and don't worry about his name. Yeah. It won't need to know he it He won't much have longer. it for much longer. <laughs> Teal'c approaches him, and he says, uh, Shelkek Nemron, which is the secret code to the rebel Jaffa, I die free. Nice. Uh, I die free. God, what a great line. Okay. It's so good. And it's interesting. I want that to be written on my tombstone. You die free? Yeah. Okay. I die free. Here lies a free elf. That's what I was going to say. Like, Dobby is a free elf. <laughs> Here lies a free grace. Um, and it's it's interesting how Teal'c is now known of as Teal'c of the Tal'ri. Yeah. Not That's Teal'c his of tribe. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I dig it. And he's quickly shot from behind. Yeah. 
in a quick big firefight. Pers- no time for these out. niceties. There's, There's a lot of Jaffa. It's a lens flare fight time. It's a lens flare fight. <laughs> JJ Abrams fight. Yeah, um, it's very these lens these like shots. Yeah, as quote unquote shots are just flare. Like yeah. I think they're the exact flare that we have in our toolkit that we pre. They're not quite the same because this is before the plugin was written. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, it's the okay. early one. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, looking really bad until a fuck ton, the exact measurement is a fuck ton Uh of staff blads shoot out from the mist. Yeah, he's out. Taking all of the bad guys out. Um, and, well, there's only one way to know if the mysterious staff blast originators are friendly. Mm Mm-hmm. Teal'c shouts the secret code, Shalkek Nemran, and two female Jaffa come out. And you hear, ah. Okay, followed by many more. They mean no harm, but they beckon SG1 to follow them. (laughs) Credits. So when we come back, uh, right where we left off, time is of the essence, and they watch as Neith, who we learn is Neith, goes to one of the Jaffa and takes his junior, and everyone's like, ah, what the fuck? (laughs) That's weird. That's very strange. Let me tell you, okay. So that cool little container. Yeah. Um, it's way too big to fit in that bag, but go it, ahead. It's way too big to fit in the bag. It's very cool looking. It is the type of thing that you find at an antique fair uh-huh. or like With a yard sale or just, yeah. And you're just like, this is kind of cool. And then you open it and you go, oh, dear God, there's a dead worm in here. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine finding that? I would die a little bit. Um, or I'd be convinced that it was a dinosaur and yeah. then be like, somebody needs to study this. Someone. Get me Indiana Jones. <laughs> so there seems to be some poor communication among the Amazons uh-huh. concerning SG-1. Some people are like, like they have some people inside Moloch's Jaffa, his uh-huh. ranks. Yeah. And they knew SG-1 would be here. And apparently they came to get SG-1, but not everyone knew that. Yeah. So they arrive on Hactil, which means liberation. Oh. Uh, they arrive on Themyscira. Yeah. Uh, so Sam quickly dials home just to let Dad know they're at a new friend's house. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're good. Yeah. Everything's fine. Um, so Neith was not told that their mission was to bring back SG-1, which kind of, like, pisses Neith off. And her being pissed pisses Mala off. Yeah. Because you're like, you didn't have to know. You don't have to know everything. You're not in charge here. We already know who the problem child of this episode Yeah, is. well, we already know who's um, jockeying for a better position. Yes. Which is not... It's hard to not see it as a problem. That is actually healthy. Yeah. It's the approach. Exactly. Um, not and, everyone has to know anything, but you have to understand that not everyone has to know Yeah, anything. and because there's some, there's value to the person who's like, well, why can't we all know? Yeah. Well, there's definitely value to that. Otherwise, then you're stuck in another position yeah. where, like, you've got one, one leader who knows everything and a bunch of followers who are not free. <laughs> Okay, off my soapbox. Okay, so SG-1 walks towards the village, and there's one Amazon in the back who's, like, chewing gum. And once you see it, you can't unsee this one lady in the back chewing gum the whole time. dickhead. So, Teal'c isn't allowed of any ghoul who would allow their women to be warriors. All women receive training, but it's so they can defend their homes while the men are away at battle. Okay. Yep. We're just going to swallow We're going to let that go. Yeah. Sounds historically correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Daniel's like, all these people, all these women sound like the Amazons. And we mm-hmm. learned in the last episode how hard it is to clear superhero names because you know Jack would follow up with a Wonder Woman reference. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, instead of like, me too. Yeah. Uh, I like things. And I love Sam's look when Daniel's like, well, I mean, historically in mythology, they occasionally brought captured men back with them to yeah. the village. I feel like he says it out of wishful thinking. <laughs> it's then, definitely like, I mean... I could uh, like like when you're trying to act cool, but uh-huh. you really want to be like, look, I can do that for you if you need me to. <laughs> but in reality, you're like, please, 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 please. And then a few beats later, Jack's like, as he processes what Daniel just uh-huh. said, it's like, is that is that what they want us? Well, yeah. I mean, the three of us for Snoo Snoo. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can I can be ready. Daniel's like, no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure not. He's doing a quick mental check, like toothbrush, dick clean. All right, I'm in. And Jack's like, I mean, I'm all for helping people. Yeah. He's like, how sweaty is it down there and right now? Sam is, it is just land? like, I work with children. Yeah. I work with teenage boys. But also, you can't blame them for trying. Like, you can't. Look, if I run into something that fucking magnificent. Oh, my God. And it was like, hey, the rumor is that they take people from mating. I'd be like, I mean, quick like, check, quick check. Every woman in this village yeah. is a highly attractive. Yeah. And strong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'm not a man, but I'm like, uh, I mean, I, can I help? Yeah, I'm. How, how can I help? Exactly. <laughs> you can't deny that yeah. these are magnificent women. Can I women. warm you up for the <laughs> Um. So they walk into the village, and for many of the young, they've never seen a man before. Yeah, wow, yeah. I mean, they're good examples of men if you haven't seen one. Uh, yeah, I'll Just take don't it. think that that's, you know, the norm. Yeah, uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, their expectations are, the, the bar is set so high for any man ever again. Yeah. Uh, and we're introduced to Ishta, their leader. Yeah. And she goes straight to Teal'c. With the most amazing vest, underbust oh combination I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, the costumes. Yeah. Ugh. And recites Teal'c's credentials. <laughs> and he does downplay that he's a legend, though. Yeah. Uh, and introduces yeah. the rest of his team. He's like, like fake modesty. Yeah. A little bit of fake modesty. So Ishta asks if, like, she's like, I asked you here to propose an alliance. Mm-hmm. And Jack's immediately all for, and Teal'c's like, oh, no, 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 no. You just stole a symbiote from another Jafar. Yeah. I saw you. That's not cool. Yeah. I love that he's like... I'm not super impressed. You're still an asshole. And Neef is like, well, I mean, he murders children, so I'm not really sorry about that. And we're like, that's kind of a... uh, A bit of a generalization, but yeah, Yeah. sure. Uh, And Ishta is like, there's some stuff we should discuss. Yeah. Uh, I know, you know, we stole the symbiotes, um, but, you know, it saved the life of one of our daughters. Yeah. It saved one of our sisters. And they they bring this girl who was on her deathbed this morning because she yeah. reached puberty, basically, three days ago. So basically the poor girl had her period and started dying. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and they have to steal the symbiotes um, or their daughters will die when they reach the age of Prata. And I'm not sure which is worse, getting your first period or needing a symbiote suddenly or you'll die. Yeah. And then it's like, I wonder if, like... Because sometimes when you get your first period... Can a symbiote stave away cramps? Because that already feels like you've got something in there eating you alive. Which is like, it. you know, sometimes getting first period is feeling like you're about to die if you don't get... Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is awful. Sounds about average. Um, Uh, uh, Yeah, I've never understood... Look, for me, it was like, why? <laughs> why? And I think it is every month. It why? is. Why? Why? Yeah. I think mine was like, oh, 
Okay, so that happened. So this is the thing now. Mm, so let's solve this problem. I was just always a pissed at the inconvenience of it all. It is. I think to this it day, is. that's really what it is. Like, uh-huh. this is so inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> really? Now? <laughs> it's like, no matter, yeah, and no matter when. It's yeah. just like always the most inconvenient thing that can happen. It's like, fuck. It's like spilling your coffee or something. You yeah. know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, I'm always going to be angry it about always. it. Always. Um, even though I've learned from other perspectives that it is a good thing, especially when you don't want children. It's like, we can celebrate it. I was like, no, you're not the one living with this thing. So fuck off. Yeah. You can both be happy and pissed at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So, um, and so as normal as it was, sure. Ishta chooses to speak with Sam. Yeah. And is it just me or did you see the painting behind them? No, I missed it. Okay, there's a painting behind them that's a little vagina-ish. Oh, like a, a little Giorgio O'Keefe? It's a very oh. Giorgio O'Keefe. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit just... <laughs> it's very vagina-ish. Yeah, well, vaginas are beautiful creatures. It's, it's, it is. I just... It is, it is, this female-run warrior clan, I just noticed that... <laughs> It's very Georgia. It's a beautiful part of the body. Exactly. I I had a strange doctor who would say things like, oh, this is a beautiful (laughs) vagina. And you're like, this is not the right time for compliments. I don't need that from you. No, thank you. You should not. Let's treat this like an oil change. Get in, get out. Get the job done. That's exactly how I want it dealt with. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, anyways, we learned how this Amazon village came to be. So, 30 years ago, Malak ordered that only male children would live. Uh, yeah. Basically, it's very Ten Commandments-ish. Except. Yeah. So, since the Jafal lifespan is so long, having no new women in the population won't be felt for yeah, hundreds of years. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Totally normal. And any new, new, any new newborn. Any new newborn. Any newborn girl is going to be burned to death. Yikes. Yeah. And while this conversation is going on, Jack has the best line of the entire episode. (laughs) While Daniel is guessing they're they're more comfortable talking to Sam, Jack is like, and I quote, because we have penises. He's not wrong. He's not. You're not. He's exactly nail on the head there. Yeah. It's kind of shitty to be left out because you're genitalia, isn't it, Jack? Weird. Weird how that works. It's funny how that doesn't feel good. <laughs> uh, and and Daniel is like, do you want a power bar? I love how in it, like Daniel's like entertained by this. Uh, Daniel's the most probably um, in, in this in this genre of things, yes. in this area of understanding, he's probably the most evolved yes. of the three men yeah. on our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not that either of the other two are Neanderthals. No, in But no he's way. just a little bit he's, more aware. He's just a little more in touch of his feelings. He's just more, yeah, aware of people and sociological yes. barriers and where things stand and all because he of who A he little is. more perspective. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and So uh, he's just like, tell me more about how bad you feel, Jack. And it reminds me of the Snickers commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, Daniel is woke. Daniel is to woke. To use a common term. Yes. yes. Um, so we both pointed out how much we love that, like, 
all the women in this village we, oh, yeah. are not just models. These are war like these yeah. women could kick ass. Yes. They did not hire models to play these roles. They hired like and not just models. No, like, exactly. Every types of bodies. And and it's it to some effect it's the same as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's a little more Hollywood style, but like yeah. no one here is like fat or unattractive. We have some thick, curvy everyone in that village I can one hundred percent see breaking someone in half. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's no, it's not even a, I feel like fat or unattractive aren't even conversations. That's no. not what this is. Like, they're just like, this is who they are. Well, These are it, just the women who are real like women and they end. Well, and, yeah. and I, and I don't want to say like real like women because, you know, they're all. Sure. I don't use that, but it's more of like. Every there's there's no one there who is they didn't hire only models. Right. You know, but they also didn't hire people of body shapes that you can't see clearing any obstacle sure. course and kicking yeah. ass. Yeah. Like these women are clearly here for their their physical merit. Yes. All like of them are going to uh, beat the what is yeah. it? The, the um, what's the, the new race course? The um... I don't know where it's. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? The obstacle course that's on NBC. Oh, Ninja Warrior? Yeah, any yeah. one Every- of them are competing in American yeah, Ninja Warrior. and they're going to kill it. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all healthy, strong, amazing, beautiful women. So Agreed. back inside the tent, Ishta was a temple high priestess. Mm-hmm. Um, so she oversaw the actual burning ceremony and she went, um, no, that shit's not going to fly. Can you imagine witnessing that? I know. No shit. No shit. You become this woman. Yeah. So um, Mala and Neith were like were her seconds or are her seconds in, yeah. in the temple. And so they had some freedom and some some leeway with the Chapa eyes. So they started stealing babies. Yeah. And the parents don't even know because basically Al Jaffa still religiously worship Malak. Yeah, you I, you've got to wonder how many of these women though are like wishing they knew about this space. And it's it's one of those things where and, and you find it you find it frequently, and, I, and I'm sure it's there amongst the the ghoul that they may not. They may not personally worship, but they are so terrified yeah. that they won't even admit to someone else who's telling them Kelshek Namron. They're yeah. so frightened and broken, essentially, that they are not even going to admit it to them. That's fair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so They Sam's, haven't found their courage. Yeah. Sam's like, so you want us to kill Malak? And it's just like, whoa. Easy, easy. Bring yeah. it back and let it's a little grand. She's like, I I can look, I can wrap my something around that sun. Yeah. Bring it back, just smack him with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. She's like, we've done it before. It's, it's fine. I mean, with bigger fish, too. We're good. Yeah. Sam goes all in all the time. <laughs> she rides hard. It's just like, we're hoping for like, supplies some and subtlety food. here. Yeah. And some, look. <laughs> um, Sam's like just create chaos and thrive in the subterfuge like I do yeah, yeah. Like, we just want to not die yeah. from starvation <laughs> um, so I mean maybe some weapons help us defend ourselves yeah. die less I mean we're very proud warriors we're very skilled and we can offer you our help in return yeah. so Sam offers an alternative to all of that. And that great, great Sam, like, I know something you, you don't, don't know. know. That face, yeah. 
that she makes. It's the best. I love it. Like Amanda Tapping's ability to just light up her Uh eyes when she's like, I know a thing and then you don't know it and I get to tell you and it is the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God, I love her. So outside, Sam explains to the rest of her team that she's told them about Tritonin. I mean, both test subjects are doing well so far. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, look at that amazing specimen that is shield. <laughs> I know. I mean, Braytech's no slouch either. Right. Fair. Yeah. Uh, and centuries of gold brainwashing basically have convinced pretty much all Jaffa um, that they're weaker without their symbiotes. They're not going to give them up, even if it would free them. Yeah. And Teal'c is dead set to convince that these Jaffa to take the Tritonin. They're taught that it's more noble to die than to kill another. Mm-hmm. You know, as a standard, but Sam's like, Jaffa are genetically engineered to rely on these symbiotes. Right. Um, these kids have had their access to the symbiotes taken away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mama Bear's gonna Mama Bear. Right. They're gonna, these women are gonna do whatever they have to do to keep those kids to alive. To keep the kids yeah. alive. They're not gonna have any qualms with killing a few of these, these yeah. Jaffa who are fighting for They're them. not worried about finding a fair solution. They're worried no. about keeping these kids alive. It's survival. The end, yeah. And when we come to it, this next scene might be the hottest scene in all of Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, 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 thank God this is an explicit podcast. Guys, I was literally yelling at the TV and then they fucked. And then they fucked. Um, (laughs) Nixie will witness. She was. Uh, So Ishta sneaks up on Teal'c to an area with all these sculptures hanging from trees that represent ideals that no warrior should forget. And we get, we get our indeed of the episode. Yeah. The sexiest indeed that's ever indeeded. She leads them to a sparring area. Mm-hmm. And Teal'c is here to convince Ishta to take Tritonin. Yeah. And he gives her the audiobook version of his new <laughs> pamphlet that he's worked up. Yeah. The, the fact that Jaffa cannot be truly free until they don't need symbiotes. Now, I want to pause on this moment because yeah. as sexy as it is and all this other stuff is happening, there's a line here that is just beautiful. Yeah. And he says... The benefit a symbiote provides is not a Jaffa's true strength. Yeah. So that sentence is just masterfully put together. I have to give credit it's, to our writers. It's great. It's it's just beautiful. And you can break that apart. And so mm-hmm. it just tells everything exactly as it is in that one line. It just tell, And it reminds us. Everything we are, our true strength does not lie in any weapons we have. Nope. In any schooling we're able to gather. Yeah. Or it's it's kind of like when Dumbledore says, uh, your life is not made up of who you are, but of the decisions you make. Yeah. It's in that same vein. It's, it's the like same concept. All of this power is inside of yourself. But not inside of right. yourself. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just needed to pause there. Beautifully written line. It's it's absolutely, be- it's stunning. Yeah. And- and the concept that the symbiotes are a key source of their enslavement. Right, right. Um, and so, so much of their culture and, their, and, and the Jaffa, if nothing else, are a people of tradition, of culture. That's true. It, it is. It's the same concept of, I mean, it's, it's the idea that these are enslaved people. What yeah. they have is their culture, is their tradition, because they're not allowed anything else, right. really. Um, Weird how that feels like something I've heard of before. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the same time, all of this culture and tradition has still been designed and engineered to ensure their reliance on the Gould. Right. Ultimately, it's about keeping them down. 
Yes. Keeping these people oppressed and under control. To quote Daenerys, the wheel must be broken. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Preach. Preach okay, it. Okay, I'm done. Go Teal'c. So Ishta asks, how is it wrong to kill a Jaffa to save their own children? Yeah. Because isn't saving our children why we fight war? Right. You know, we we fight with honor. We don't kill those who are already weakened, uh, who cannot defend themselves. You know, and those Jaffa do not die in vain. They die to save our daughters. Sure. So Teal'c then makes his wrong move. Yeah, a little bit. He goes, one day you will come across a scouting party that you will not be able to ambush easily. And she's like, come again. Yeah. For my big fudge. She's like, you want to take this shit outside? (laughs) Oh, we're already outside. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... So much, and, and sorry if the video's gone bad, we have a weird connection error. Our connection but, is unstable. It's because um, I yelled at it. I'm sorry. Basically. So, so much progress, and Teal'c still thinks a woman needs his protection. Ugh. And she goes, may your limbs be more nimble than your tongue, <laughs> for your sake. Yeah. And she throws him a training staff, he removes his jacket, she removes his cloak, and Round they go one. at Fight. it. Yes. Uh, in this, the sexiest fight arena that has ever existed. And I love this nice long fight sequence. Yeah. He does not help his cause by holding back and no. only fighting with and one just hand. pissing her off more. Pisses her off more. <laughs> yeah, and she's going in. She's going to, like, he underestimated, I underestimated her. Oh, yeah. She's she, a badass. She's amazing. Yeah. She's going toe-to-toe with him. Um... It, yeah, and the sexual tension is just, like, flying off the it's screen. It's, like, you don't... It's <coughs> the so The sexiest thick. fight scene. I don't know how we can see through the sexual tension. I, 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 I'm telling you, there's there, there's nothing quite like a wrestling match no. <laughs> to get a girl hot. So, in the end, Teal'c <laughs> has her, like, in a hold with both training staff from behind, yeah. and he's like, look, if you say no to Tritonin... Yeah. It means you prefer to kill. Yeah. Because there is another choice where people don't have to die. And you're, yeah, you're choosing to be okay with killing people. And then she gets super pissed because she doesn't sense a symbiote in him. Yeah. And she thinks that he concealed it and say his actions betray his words. And I'm like, how? I I mean, a lie of omission is a lie. Well, but... Or did he just not get there yet? I think he just didn't get there yet. That's fair. Because I fully believe at this point that we have seen all of their communication with each other. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think to her, it's it's just something she would have liked to know head on. They are very raw in all these feelings. So yes. right now it comes across as a betrayal. And I, and I think that's what it is. Um, and... But the thing is, is he just made an entire speech about not being dependent on symbiotes anymore. Yeah. So to me, I think it would be more of a... Maybe he's waiting for the right reveal time. Yeah, to me, it would be more sort of like insulting or or betrayal if he's like, oh, no, you don't have to live on symbiotes anymore. And here's a better way. But, but I, I still have, have my symbiotes. That's true. Yeah, it's like, look, I'm part of this club. That's why I'm telling you that it's worthwhile. To me, the whole speech about not being dependent was part of the lead up to him going, and I don't have a I agree. I'm on this and I'm proof that you don't lose any of your strength by not having a symbiote. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, tempers are just, 
flaring yeah. and everyone's a little... Because it doesn't take her long to get on the Tritonin train. Yeah. Uh, she speaks in front of her people in the next scene asking for volunteers to tribute um, to travel back with SG-1 and test it out. Yeah. No one volunteers, though. Until... Because it's a scary thing. Yeah. Until Mala's like, oh, no, Isha, you can't go. I'm going to go in your place because you're too important, Yeah, basically. I'll say Mala, if nothing else, is just the embodiment of integrity. Yes. And loyalty. Yes. Throughout this entire thing because she's like, I'm going to do this thing. I said I would do this thing. And no matter what the cost. Yep. Um, I love her. And three others volunteer. Basically red shirts. They just don't die. But we don't know yeah. the name, really. Yeah, they don't matter. But Neef will not let Nisa go. Um, and gets pretty offended that Isha would even suggest it. Yeah. I I mean, I think she's looking for... A, so, I understand where she's coming from. I understand she's trying to protect her little sister. Yeah. Um, later, we learn even more history of why she's so protective, yeah. why she helicopter parents her. Why... Yeah. She, really, what's the new phrase? A lawnmower parent. Uh, she removes yeah. every obstacle uh-huh. in her path to keep this kid alive. But in the moment, it's just like she's just constantly looking for ways to undermine Ishta. Yeah. And and that's another thing we see about her. She is a little bit hungry for for the position. And I think it I think part of it right now is just this extreme stubbornness of like, this is how we do it. How yeah. dare you think of another way of yeah, doing she, this? She's her. She's rigid in her thinking. Yes. So Sam and Jack bring the Amazons back. Hammond greets them. Daniel and Teal'c stayed back basically to run PR. Yeah. On how Fair. great the Tritonin testing is going. In, in hopes of possible snoo-snoo. Possibly some snoo-snoo. I mean, someone gets snoo-snoo. So, yeah. We don't know that Daniel doesn't get snoo-snoo. Daniel's busy trying to convince the child to come back. So I think he, maybe later one of the elder women is yeah. like, oh, I really love what you did with that's, Nisa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're we don't so know caring. Daniel doesn't get snoo-snoo Yeah, maybe he's this. a little more discreet about his. So Isha and Teal come I mean, he does look very well-rested. <laughs> Ishta and Teal uh, walk through the fields of gold. Um, and she's like, so, uh, Teal'c, you, uh, you single? Yeah. I love it, because, so, Ishta's great at this conversation uh-huh. and the sense of subtlety, uh-huh. and she's like, is there anyone in your life that you miss And Teal'c doesn't get it at first. And Teal'c is just like, <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb McDummies times. He's like, I have a son. He's cool. He's a great warrior. He's a warrior. He fights with my... Training with my mentor? Yeah. He's a super cool kid. Super cool. Super cool. Does the son have a mother? Yeah. Does he... Did you spawn him out of the ether? Nope. She died. She'd be dead. She dead. Yeah. But also, guys, this is the worst first date talk. It's so bad. Let's not talk about all our history and our exes on our first date. And I love how she's like, yay. I mean, I'm sorry. Sorry. Super sorry. Super sucks that you're single right now. Yeah. You're super single right now. You're you're definitely, (laughs) definitely single. Um, (laughs) And uh, he's like, yeah, she basically died because we didn't have Tritonin and we couldn't find your new symbiote. (laughs) Shit point on the subject. Guys, more super not great talk. <laughs> Back in the infirmary, Janet's infirmary, yeah. uh, they just took Mala's symbiotes, keeping him alive. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, good shape. Uh, at this point, it's basically trial and error to find the right dosage, which yeah. is common in... Right, in a lot of Even things. if it's not experimental medicine. I, I mean, there's a drug that was newly approved for me to possibly use, and really? the use is gonna be like, fuck it, let's start with this much and see if you're <laughs> exactly. sick or not. <laughs> 
we'll give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I'm waiting until the semester is over to start. Isn't that basic? <laughs> isn't that how they figure out people's specific doses for insulin? Insulin stuff? too. Like every time I go in there, it's like, well, do we change it? Do we keep the whole fucking yeah. dose? Yeah, we'll see. Your numbers have been a little low. Let's like let's fucking let's shove that shit down a little. A little bit. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Let's move it around. <laughs> So, still out in the fields of gold. <laughs> yeah. Literally, sometimes when you take a drug, the dose is sliding scale. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what's your dosage amount? Sliding scale. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> so, between this and this. Yeah. Here's my range. <laughs> There's no exact number. So, um, but out in the fields of gold, uh, Teal'c points out that symbiotes are getting more scarce mm-hmm. um, because gold would rather eat soup with them than trust Jaffa with Ugh, them. Yeah. And his wife died because... She didn't want another Jaffa to have to die to save her to give right. her a symbiote. Right, she didn't want to take a symbiote. Point in case of what I'm trying to hammer in your head. Yeah. She would rather die. Here, let me tell you more about how my ex was better than you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God Ishta is like a self-confident maid woman. Because he's like, yeah, she could be as fierce no, as the Yeah, wind. she's basically a saint. Or if she died a saint, so Gentle as a sunshine. Yeah. She never feared to be either, and I still love her. Yeah, and uh, you'll never live up to her because she's basically now, you know, what's the word? Canonized. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've canonized her. Yeah. Um... So back in, uh, speaking of after conversations with the infirmary. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Mala just straight up goes to Sam. So are you close to Jack? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have, a, we have a special relationship. We're friends. Mala's like, I can't wait till I get a special relationship. Whoa, no, um, not, not that. that guy. We aren't, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> with the things. Uh-huh. And we... Wait, no. Mala was just talking about the mutual respect that you, you share with each <laughs> yeah. other. Uh-huh. Or was she? Or I was she dating her? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I think Mala's smarter than, than I me. I think Mala. I think yeah. Mala changed the subject I think Mala was liking to fuck with her a little. So the, the Golden Field conversation continues. <laughs> uh, Ishta is not from a world where women are held even as high as they were on Chulak. Right. Um, her husband was a warrior of great high station, but she was one of many wives. Yeah. And the only reason she had sort of any good parts in her life, any sort of freedom and what little freedom there was, is because she was a high-level temple priestess. Right. She, so, yeah, she was able to get herself there because of her own fucking... Yeah. Volition and my husband killed was died in battle. My husband's dead too. In case we yeah. Needed. Also, let's just clear everything out. Nobody's cheating on anyone. I'm yeah. single. You're single. Uh-huh. We're all good. We're all good. Also, we're all both really hard up for sex. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this has been a while. Because look, all these women are amazing, but I still happen to like dick. Yeah, basically, yeah. there's 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 only so much that I can do with yeah. the, with a village of women. Yeah. Um. So in the infirmary, Malad tells her story. She was a handmaiden. Different handmaiden than what the word currently means yeah. in culture. <laughs> Although maybe not. Yeah. Uh, she she fell in love with a, a guard. They were of different stations. Their love was forbidden. She got pregnant when it was found out by Malik. Killed him. Killed their daughter in front of her eyes. Can you Great imagine just seeing these fucking things? It's like just dead babies all yeah. over the place. Dead, dead babies. babies. The fact that these women aren't more vicious mm-hmm. is 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 miraculous. Yeah, but truly a testament to their resilience. Yes, and their reserve. Yeah, what, what we don't think is reserve is actually reserve. Yeah. Um, back in the fields, Ishta wonders when the ghouls' thirst for conquest and bloodshed will end. Never. And Teal responds with 
when they're all dead. Yeah. God damn it. In, in the village, the kids are playing games. It's a nice, beautiful, happy day. And uh, Nisa sits down, looking a bit glum. Uh-huh. And Daniel, oh, Daniel, okay, sits down next to her. I would have died. <laughs> I would have just been dead. Okay. I'll if you were you. that age and Daniel sits down next to you. I would I had a crush on a teacher when I was about that age. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like an English. It's always yeah. an English teacher. Always like the young, cute teacher. ones are uh-huh. always English teachers. Yeah. And I remember I him talking to me English like teachers. outside of class, like lunch or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't even have words right now. I cannot make words. It doesn't surprise you. Mine was a science teacher. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to die right i don't even know what's <laughs> happening but i'm gonna i think i'm just gonna spontaneously come i'm going bust. to melt into a puddle yeah it's like this is, this is i'm just getting like i wanted to like scream and run away <laughs> but also never move from that spot at the same time and it's so like it's just so, ador- like, so adorable so watching that happen it's like watching daniel gave me that feeling like i was 13 again and i, I was know. like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die right now my face is just red yeah. <laughs> to the point where I'm watching this and domestic partner Jesse comes by and I'm like, go away. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be here right now. It's like, it's just, you know, this and this and then the scene at the very end where she's like, has yeah. a crush on Daniel. You're like, God. And of course the big sister's like, hey, I'm going to fucking embarrass you. I know. Ready? Because it's, <laughs> it's somehow just like the sweetest, most yeah, innocent, it is, blushing, yeah. adorable. Yeah, yeah. There's and, nothing nefarious. It's just so freaking adorable. And, and as we've said, you know, when when, when we've evo- we've evolved the term, when we say Daniel's a flirt, he's just that goddamn he just charismatic. He's just charismatic, yeah. And so, perfect he's person charming. in he's this. He's so, so charming. charming. He's a prince charming. Oh, he's a prince. See, he I'm getting be. all flushed He right would now. be a Disney prince charming. Yes, absolutely. Maybe a little more Finn I'll take it. than anyone else. Oh, yes. Again, is it Finn or Flynn? It's Flynn. Okay. Flynn Rider. I just always confuse it. It's Anyways, okay. He is my favorite. Nisa was told not to talk to Daniel. And she, and <laughs> Which like, makes her want to talk to him more. And he's like, no, you, you don't have to. You don't, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. He introduces and himself. Be not adorable. to Nisa. Not to Nisa. just introduces himself uh, just to, to the, the air. To no one. the world. Yeah. And it doesn't take long to charm her into chapping. But she's yeah. not She's not talking to him either. She's just talking uh-huh. to no one. Yeah. And like, oh, she's so cute. She's like, what are those things on your face? Yeah. <laughs> Glasses. They help me see better, but actually don't tell anyone they're but fake. Here's the most adorable thing about it all. Yeah. Is every flirtation that happened in junior high. Uh-huh. In middle school, is like, can I see your glasses? I know. Or like, it's always that move, and so it's so beautifully written that it's that. You know what I mean? They make it work into their world, but it's like that is exactly what it's I would have done. I would have been like, can I compare my glasses to your glasses? Can I also just tell you that there's times that that Nick will take the glasses off my face? Yeah, because <laughs> Nick is still a fourteen year old boy. But because it's just this idea of like, how do I interact with you in a way that's how do I touch you? But not touching you. Yeah, how do I touch you in a way that's appropriate but yeah. still allows me to touch you somehow? It's or there was so always cute. like the kid who had the cool hair where we, it was like, can I touch your hair? <laughs> And he's like, well, can I touch your hair? It's like, well, that's weird, but fine. You know what I mean? Can I tell you, my most embarrassing, was it high school? It was high school. Uh-huh. It was ninth grade. Oh. Moments. <laughs> okay. Will was not it a Lane Kim moment? Say the boy's name. Okay. 
But we are in like the AP English advanced class. It's like the first day. Yeah. I've had a huge crush on this person. Fair. And so we're going around the table to introduce our names. I'm sitting directly across from him. Oh no. I don't say my name. (laughs) I say his name. Oh no. Oh, and then it gets worse. I try then after the class to explain to him why I accidentally said his name. I love this story so much. It was it's my cousin's name, and I was just talking to him last night, and I was thinking about the conversation while we were having. Sorry, this is yeah the most awkward. So we had a game where (laughs) was so horrible. We had this weird game, and I'm still not exactly sure what it meant, but. The thought was if a boy liked you, he would turn your ring around to face the wrong direction. So every girl, it was the 90s, so every girl wore like a million rings. And so we were like, you got to make sure you're wearing rings. What if somebody wants to turn it? And I remember the first time someone did that to me. It was this cute kid, very smart guy. And uh, I liked him fine, but I didn't have a crush. But it was so awkward and so many feelings. And you're, you're, you know, you're going through puberty. You've got all these hormones. Uh-huh. That he turned it and I was like, dumb. That was exactly my reaction. I was like, dumb. But I was still trying to be cute. So like, in my most awkward moments, I just decide to be an asshole is what I learned. Whereas I just, I was the most dirty, awkward, it was yeah. bad. I had one kid who sat down next to me at the Dairy Queen and was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, I'm busy. <laughs> Literally the biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> so we all have our own strange ways of moving oh, through it. Was it. So, it was so... <laughs> Anyways, he was like, she's like, why do you need these fake glasses? And he's like, well, my eyes don't see as well as yeah. they should. And and he's just like, why? You should get a symbiote. Yeah. He's like, um, no. No, thanks. No, yeah. thank you. So they come back around to the fact that soon she's going to need her own symbiote. And mm. she's not really she's excited it. about it. Yeah, she's not cool about it. Even if it means that she'll become this great warrior that she knows she will. And Daniel's like, you know, you can be a great warrior without a symbiote. Mm-hmm. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah. And he plants Oh, God, even more ways, yeah. That get fertilized by his charm. Even more crushes. Because uh-huh. there's nothing... Yeah. Wow. Yowza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, later back in a candlelit tent with drink. Oh. Ishta is wondering why Teal'c is so silent. And he's like, lady, I've spoken more in the last two days than I have in seasons. <laughs> yeah. L- literally, they've never written so much dialogue for me. I had to write my own episode to <laughs> yeah. get this much dialogue. It's <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, and he's like and they're silent staring at each other he's like I should I should go, go. yeah and she's like no don't good because I didn't want to anyway I was just pretending to be he's like I know your wife is still with you but she be dead yeah so there's no sin in taking comfort in another lonely snow get it girl and then they start snoo snooing and then they fucked okay. and then they go <laughs> when, the, when the tent come a rockin' don't bother knockin' when the tent is a rockin' don't bother knockin' you know it's people know you know they're not quiet no, oh no <laughs> the entire no village way. even if they're not screaming the grunts alone <laughs> they're not the entire village knows that they're fucking L- look it's like they're all gathered around 
because I feel like these women have a healthy appetite and well, and, and and view of yeah. what sex is. They're helping themselves. Yeah. <laughs> So they're like, let's get, it's entertainment for the night. Mine's That's, gonna move my tent a little closer. Like, someone's shining a light on the other side of the tent so you can see shadows. I'll be in my bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody talk to me. <laughs> so back in the infirmary, Mala is the only one of the four who is not responding well. Yikes. She's actually pretty close to going into sepsis at yeah, this point. Yeah, I, I will say they do a, a tasteful transition out of the they sex do. scene. They it do. doesn't get raunchy. It, does it doesn't not, get this inappropriate. It's still Stargate on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, yeah. It's very nicely done. Yes. Um, but anyway, Mala is already at a double dose of, of Tritonin more than anyone else. And they're still hoping that pumping more into her is going to help something. And, and Sam's, uh, Janet is like, well, an 80% success rate at a trial like this. It's pretty fucking good. It's fantastic. Yeah. And Sam's like, the Jaffa aren't going to say it that way. She, like, Janet's like, look, if I were doing a, a lab experiment yeah. for, to write a scholarly article, these yeah. would be amazing numbers. Uh-huh. And Sam's like, I don't know if I've ever told you, but the Jaffa aren't exactly academia. No. And they don't give a shit. If it's not 100%. Whether you've rejected the null hypothesis or not. If it's 100%, it's a failure. Yeah. Uh, and Chan's like, don't count me out yet. I'm not done. Yeah. So Daniela is curled up sleeping. And he is woken up by a staff weapon pointed yeah, at him, ready nice, to fire. Yeah, it's a nice way to wake up. Also, it's like a half bassinet thing. Like, yeah. What is he sleeping he's in? He's curled up. Yeah. It's yeah. very strange. Um, he's woken up to a staff weapon blast pointing at him, ready to fire. It's Neith. Uh-huh. Um, pissed that he spoke yeah. to Nisa. Yeah. Uh, and after Ishta saved Neith, she wasn't able to save the next two girls her father oh. had. Yeah. So when Neith came of age, she swore that no more of her sisters would die. She ended up killing her father to ensure their own escape. She had to do a lot of a lot of things to yeah. get through this situation. And she's like, look, I saved Nisa and I will save her again by getting her the symbiote. Yep. Yeah. I So it's more of her pride more than her stubbornness of anything else. She doesn't just want Nisa saved. Yeah. She needs to save Nisa. Right. But out of fairness to Neith... History has shown her that she is the only one who can. This is true. Yeah. This is true, but it's... It, the, it, it is really shitty that she can't seem to see things in a different way. Yeah, because it's almost like this selfish view. It's it's almost more than Nisa's life is her Right, saving. right. It's about her own... It's, she life. needs to save yeah. Nisa's life. Um, and Daniel is like, why don't you... Why don't you want her to live free of the ghoul? And she's like, that's not the point. Right. It's not your way that it'll happen. It's my way. Again, because she's just shitty, being shitty right now. So Mala's now in the infirmary isolation room because she is not doing well. The other's great. The other's on par. Um, And the alarms go off. Her PB drops. Janet is about to put her symbiote back, but Mala's refuses. Damn. With some of her, her gasping breath, she's like, if this is to work... Like, this needs to work. My people need to be free. Yeah. You cannot put the symbiote back in me. And I, and I think Mala has already made the decision that she will die free. She will yeah. die free of a symbiote. Yes. I think she's come to grips with the fact that death was an option. Yeah. She was going through with this. Exactly. She's really hoping to hell that they can fix her. She's like, I'm... But she's I'm, not going back to the old ways. Either way, she's not going to have a symbiote anymore. Yeah. Regardless. Here lies Mala, free Jaffa. Free Jaffa. Um, so back in the village, Neith is about to challenge Ishta for leadership because she thinks um, because she's having snoo-snoo with Teal'c, her judgment is clouded. Yeah. 
And uh, what a shitty, what a shitty approach. Like, yeah. because of sex, you can't think straight now. Uh huh. Because you're a woman. How fucking, yeah. Hi- hypothetical. Like, hip- hypocritical. Thank you. I was about to say yeah. hypothetical. Yeah. How hypocritical is Nathan's thinking right now? And, you know, and what? Her thought is now, if the Tritonin works, what, we shift our dependence from the ghoul to the Tari? That's no better in her view. Yeah, she doesn't trust anyone. Which, to be fair, that that train of thought, if she had presented that as her train of thought earlier, mm-hmm. that to me is more passable as a legitimate it reason. It holds more weight. It does hold more weight. But she's coming to it after, which shows that it's really not the reason. She, it's an excuse that she has. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and also... One of her issues is that the leaders on Tari are all men. Eh, debatable, but fine. But again, yeah. that's another, it's another, yeah. like, yeah. hypocritical thought. She's yeah. like, they're just men. They're She's going grasping to sap our strength. Straws. It, it is the, it is the, the, that is the radical view of quote unquote feminism. Right. That people accuse feminism of being. Yeah. Yeah. Of of that feminism is women first. Right. It's equality first. Exactly. Um, so Neith's view of freedom, as opposed to Tilk's view, is ruling over the Gould. Right. Is using the Gould and their symbiotes to their own advantage. Yeah. Of literally flipping. She doesn't everything. want equality, she wants to overpower. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't want she doesn't want to be free. She mm-hmm. wants to rule instead. Right. So um, before she can see who will follow her, though, she when she challenges Ischa, someone comes to tell her about Nisa. Yeah. Uh, in the infirmary, they're putting uh, Mala symbiote back anyway. Janet can't wait anymore. She refuses to lose Mala. Yeah, she um, can't let her die. But it doesn't work. Suck. Instead of improving, she codes, and Janet and team go to work while Jack, Hammond, and Sam watch helpless. Yeah, I mean, what can they do? So, um, Neith tells her sister, who now needs a symbiote, that she will not fail Nisa. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of Amazons on horseback, some of them, pass Teal <laughs> and Daniel, claiming, say, or saying that Neith has claimed uh, Jemoseku. Yeah. Which is basically fight for Lucas. Yeah. Sam tries to radios in and gets Daniel as he runs. Um, it's, it's Mala. So we don't see the start of the fight, but we see Ishta drop Neith and ready a staff weapon at her yeah. face. Yeah, basically she's meant done made clean work out of the whole. I situation. don't think that fight was long. She was quick, quick, <laughs> quick work. I think yeah. I saw what she did with Teal. That was quick worth against Neith. Yeah, when I feel like Nisa, uh, excuse me, Ishta was oh, Ishta. holding back a little. Yes, because she there was a little bit of like the Playful, sexual tension. Yeah. It's like. I have no doubt that this woman can take anyone out in that tribe. And the other thing is, I'm pretty sure that they spar all the time. Yeah. And, like, Ishta, my thought is everyone's trying to beat Ishta. Well, and Ishta's so smart, and Nisa is so, uh, uh, Neith is so caught up in her stubbornness and rigidity that she has no idea that Ishta knows all her weaknesses in fights. Well, it's the other thing, and and I can't remember the exact phrase, but it's an old thing about how you can't fight in anger. Right. You know, right. you have to be level-headed when you fight. Yeah. It's why someone who's fighting for revenge, while some people may think you get the extra strength from that, yeah. you you cut these corners and you're not as You're not of using perceptive. your strategy. Yeah. 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 So I don't think she took long to drop Neve. Right. Um, and Teal runs up to try to stop her. Um, that yes, it is your right to kill Neith here, but it's also your right to grant mercy. Mm-hmm. And that's when Daniel runs and is like, um, hey so guys, bad yeah. time for this. Mala's dead. Yeah, but you know what? Who better to give us that news? Yes. 
But it's like a bomb of silence yeah. clearing. Um, but the other women are fine. The other women are good. Everyone's All alive the other three except for don't ask for my life. Yeah. Um, and on the ground, Neith is like, do you see what your weakness did? Yeah. One of our sisters is dead, and Nisa needs a symbiote, and it's just like, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna, she's, we're gonna get her one. Yeah, and she's, she's getting in. Uh, yeah, it, it's triage mode. It's just yeah. like fucking, yeah. Well, keep deal everyone with this else later. Alive. We need to keep this one person alive. Yes. Um, and and Tilk warns her that like you can't continue this way. Malik will eventually stop you. Yeah. You know you're playing odds right now, and at one point you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. One they're not de- thinking it through. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... Because they're in survival mode. Yeah. One death in this experiment is too much for Ishta. One sister dying is too much. The experiment is a failure. Um, and the SGC is either going to return their other sisters or Daniel and Teal will be sacrificed. Right. Right. Well, I mean, she's not fucking around and she no. never has been. So no. she just happened to have a change of heart for a minute here. It doesn't take long after Ishta and Neith to leave and they leave the boys in a tent when someone immediately beckons to, you know, them to follow them. Right. It's it's Nisa. Summoned them. She doesn't want someone to die just for her to live. And she hmm. wants the Tritonin. And she's like, isn't it my right to decide? Yeah. Uh, I love Daniel's line here. Yeah, he's truthful. He's like, I'm not sure if it is, but it should be. It's a very diplomatic approach, but also shares his opinion. Because it is this question of basically, um, you know, the age in which the age of I'm going to say use the age of consent in terms of being able to the age of well, the age of adulthood. Yeah. The age that you are no longer seen as a child that uh, that you may not be wise enough to make the decisions you know, about your body, about your health, yeah. about what happens to you. Yep. Um, and and Daniel's like, well, in this village, clearly by the time you take a symbiote is when you are declared an adult. So you should, yeah, you should have the right as far as yeah. I'm concerned. And yeah. I think to Daniel, even this happened any other time that a, a regardless of the age, as long as they're not too, too young. Right, right. You know, I think even if she was 10 and, and, and was able to understand that if you choose this, you may die, it's yeah. her choice. Yeah, I think Daniel's very much about free will for every person. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, my prediction, uh, Nisa, future leader of this oh, tribe. I think so, for sure. Smart-ass kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, she wants to try it. She wants to... She wants to try the Tritonin mm. um, because Daniel does say that they don't know what happened to Mala, but whatever it is probably would not happen to someone who's never had a symbiote right, before. Because right. it was something and with it's the true. Symbiote. Yeah, yeah. He, it's true knowledge that he has. He's not trying to bait her. Yeah, and and Tilk wants to go after Ishta <coughs> and Neith mm-hmm. to stop them to do something, um, but the battle's already over on that planet. The Amazons have won, and they're picking over what remains. Yeah, um, yeah. Ishta approaches his Jaffa, pulls out her dagger to take his symbiote. And with his dying words, this Jaffa sort of rasps out Kel Nem, or Shel Kek Nemron. Yeah, I die free. And she freezes. Yeah. And and Neith notices. She's like, what's wrong? You know, she froze because this Jaffa that they're about to kill wants the same freedom that they do. Yeah. She, this is the side that she's never wanted to admit of the Jaffa. Yeah. To, in order to do this, in order to save her sisters, she has to, like basically see all these Jaffa as ruthless as the enemies. Sometimes the unknown person is a possible ally. Yeah. Just like we have to tell the barbarians in our D&D 
You don't have to kill all of them. Just kill some of them. Yeah. Uh, um, and she's she's hearing, or Isha's hearing Teal'c's words in her head now. Uh, Neith gives no shit. Like, yeah. you know, shouldn't have fought for the bad guys then. This this Jafad deserves to die so my sister can live. And it's just spirals. She's like, how how many of these people that we've killed today could have been our allies? Yeah. How many of these people wanted yeah. freedom in the same way um, that that we did? And Neith's like, I'll do it myself. And as she grabs the knife, a Jafal in the distance picks up a staff blast and shoots Neith in the back. Yeah. Well. And it's just about to kill that Jafal when he's zatted by Teal'c instead. Thank from goodness. Off yeah. screen. Uh, and Daniel runs up to Neith isn't dead yet. Somehow Ishta knows that her symbiote's wounded. Uh, mm. um, and is about to take this symbiote. I mean, she was like a high priestess. Who knows what type of abilities True. she's gained? True. Um, anything's True. possible. Or she's just assuming because she was shot straight in the back. Right. That's true. Um, but Ishta's about to take this symbiote for Neith now. And Teal grabs her hand. Mm. She has a choice right here and now. And she fights with this choice. You can yeah. see her struggling with it's this a, choice. It's a beautiful, beautifully played scene. And eventually, filled with pain, she drops the dagger yeah. and sort of like melts into Tilk. Um, in the infirmary, Neith is still refusing Tritonin. Yeah. And Janet's like, look, it's now or never. Yeah, or you're going to die. <laughs> uh, I love it. Because Janet, again, no fucks, no, no patience for anyone who's not trying to do the best for exactly. themselves. Um, like Janet is who I need when I don't want to like work out or, yeah. or, or eat something good. Be like, yeah. fine, fucking kill yourself then. And Go I'll be for like, it. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. I'm gonna do this, and I won't. I won't eat that now. Says the person who's about to make two things of baked goods. <laughs> for today. Yeah, but I'm making them healthier. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, it's stevia instead of sugar. We're um, awesome. But. Uh, Neath symbiote's dying, and it's just like, look, she's got to go on Tritonin, or she's going to die because I'm not getting her another symbiote. Right. Those days are done. And Neath's like, well, then you sentence me to death. No, you sentence yourself to death. Exactly. Fuck That's off. What, she's like, no, I ask you to choose life. Yeah. Choose life. <laughs> Don't twist my words. Yeah. Um, she's still stubborn until... Daniel brings Nisa dun, 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 dun. in, yeah. who is in her, her like, her. she's clearly been in the infirmary. Through the process, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's mad, like, Neith is mad at Nisa for a second until Nisa's like, no. Yeah. You have no right to be. I'm mad at you. Yeah. You're the one who betrayed me. You can fuck off a little bit. Yeah. You taught me to believe in freedom and you taught me and you told me that you'd always be there to protect me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a warrior yet. Yeah. So I still need your protection. And you basically are choosing death. Over Tritonin out yeah. of your own pride. Your own pride is keeping you from protecting me, which you've always said is what you wanted to do. Yeah. So fuck off. So clearly that changes her mind. Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes later at the gate, in the gate room, everyone is up, healthy, good to go. Dun, 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 dun. They call out Nisa's crush on Daniel, which we all blush at. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, too. It's such a great big sisterly approach. Uh-huh. She's like, hey, so, like, Nisa's wondering if you're going to come visit. <laughs> and Nisa's like, shut, shut up. up. I don't want to fucking have this conversation right now. Um, I love that. The SGC has sent supplies. They're going to send medical teams <laughs> to check on the Tritona ladies. Yeah. Uh, they're sending food. They're sending supplies. They've got full trading communication on now. Yeah. Um, and Ishta says... She hopes it is not, do not let many moons go by until we see you again. And Jack thinks that she's sort of talking to the room. <laughs> I love Jack. Until Teal just comes up and they start tonsil hawking. Yeah. Like they're just, just fucking snogging. going for it. I love, I love the, okay. 
All the reactions. The reactions are the best part because it takes, first of all, it takes Jack a second to realize he's not the star of the show right now. Uh uh-uh. Like, like it, with, within the, like yeah. within the starting, Jack's like, yeah, totally. Well, oh, you're not, oh, you're not talking to me. Oh, damn, that kiss. Like, Jack leans into the kiss. He's like, yeah, get because it. Because Ishta and Teal give no shits where they are. No, they no. They are the only people that exist right now. And, and it's it's so beautiful to the personalities where Jack leans in to get a good look. I'm surprised he doesn't, like, holler and whoop at them. <laughs> And then Sam's like immediately embarrassed, immediately like, oh God, they're I'm like, standing next to Jack while this is happening. They're like, they're, uh, do we watch? Do we not watch? Where do our eyes go? What's well, I love on? it because it's it's subtle, but the, that there's a difference between uh, like Sam and Daniel's yeah. reaction. Because Sam's like, oh God, I feel bad. Oh God, I don't feel good. This is weird. This is weird. This is weird. Whereas Daniel's like, whoa, okay, um, I probably shouldn't. I'm going to go now. I'm going to let you have your space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you think? Like, Sam's was like zero to 60 embarrassment. <laughs> Daniel was like a nice little ramp of like, I'm just going to be respectful. Uh-huh. And Jack, no fucks. And then my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Now, it is it is in depth of field, so it is blurred out. Yeah. But when we, when we get the shot of the control room, Hammond's just staring at him. <laughs> I think Hammond's going... Son, what are you doing in my gate room? Like, he's like, the disrespect. Like, somehow he admires it, but he's like, the disrespect is palpable. Palpable. He's just staring at him. Yeah, this is not the time nor the place. Like, well, you know, Hammond's like a, you know. He's been around. Yeah, he's, he, Hammond's a missionary sex kind of guy. Yeah, yes. He's like, we're going to enjoy it in bed, missionary style, and then we're going to be done. You don't. He's against PDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then the Amazons leave. Yeah. And our last scene is on Teal'c. Yeah, just looking happy just as ever. Just looking happy. Punch drunk. Yeah, punch drunk in love. Yes. <laughs> this episode was fun. This episode is great. So, rankings. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, we do have one more Indeed. Yeah, we do. Where's my Indeed countdown here? We're at 29 and a half. <laughs> yeah. um, but these people stop stealing his line. I know. We know we need one more person to steal his line so we can run yeah, back yeah, up yeah, to yeah, an yeah. even number. Okay, so does this go on your <coughs> list? Oh goodness. Uh I think revisions finally go. Is this just taking its place? Um yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um uh, yeah, this is hard for me. I uh-huh. think this is going to take space races spot. Oh uh, yeah. Um, because just because I'm such a fan of anything that's Amazon related, oh, of that course. I'm like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and, and funnily awesome. enough, we both put this in our number three spot, didn't we? Mm. No, you put it in four. Mine's four because I do have Lifeboat a bit higher than that. That's um, true. It might be rearranged later because um, yeah. I don't know if this goes above Fallen Homecoming for me. But yeah, I'm having trouble with that right now, and uh, it's still not above Fragile Balance for me because there's yeah. something about Fragile Balance that's just sheer Stargate perfection in my yeah. book. <laughs> um, so next up, okay, so there's two people who know the series know that there's two two-parters coming up. We are okay. treating these two two-parters two different ways. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, next up is evolution, uh-huh. which we are going to separate the two parts out. We are going to do part one next week and then part two the following week. Okay. There is another two-parter coming up. 
um, called Heroes. Okay. We will be treating that as one episode because I don't have the heart to split that one up into two. <laughs> uh, I, that one to me is much more needs to be um, in one thing. And since I'm the one that knows the episodes and this is our podcast, I'm choosing to do it that way. I like it. Uh, so we will have when we get to Heroes, it's going to be a really long podcast. But guys, do you really want me to split up heroes? Come on. Yeah. Uh, Evolution, though. I yeah, think, guys, come on. Come on. I, I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, Evolution, I think, is a lot easier to split up into two episodes. Okay. Um, it is much more of a two-parter than some other. You know, some other two-parters are like, these clearly have a resolution at the right. end of the first one. This one is a two-parter, to okay. be sure. Okay. But we're going to split up in two episodes. Done. But not heroes. Because <sighs> heroes. We'll see you guys next week with evolution part one oh, I also guys who know evolution i told grace that this is going to be peak daniel for grace i don't know what that means peak but i'm, but I'm for it someone is going to have lots like it. of daniel crush on <laughs> prepare for daniel love dun, 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 dun. okay uh you know where to find us on Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Share your embarrassing puberty stories. Yes, please do. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next week. Read us, like us, review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, bye guys. Bye.